0: Lockdowns And What else? (laughs) Election results So Still counting votes Almost a month later Golly shazam Golly shazam As Gomer Powell would say Let me light this stogie And we'll listen to some more Sophie Lloyd Guitar Shred.
1: Had a hey,
2: guys, how's it come?
1: Happy and wonderful,
0: <sighs> pardon me. Happy and wonderful Thanksgiving. Um <clears throat> lot going on with this Thanksgiving, though. Um.
1: hope that you ate a lot of turkey, Lurkey. Good turkey. You know, uh. Here in Ohio. And for other places, too. There are, um. A lot of hunters that, uh.
0: Is go out and kill their own bird, their own turkey for Thanksgiving. Uh and then uh s- starting moon day after Thanksgiving is uh deer season so uh deer hunters out there be careful um a lot of people a lot of people get a frog in their throat on uh, deer season no um The first day of deer season, well, throughout, a lot of people get injured, gun accidents, leave home with 20 toes and come back with 19. Uh, Some people get get shot by accident by other hunters. I know in Ohio, uh, it's law that you have to have Uh, an orange vest or orange on your camouflage you know these guys used to go out in the woods and they blend in so well somebody'd be shooting at the deer and they'd accidentally shoot another hunter um i don't think that happened too often but often enough they passed a law um but let's get right down to uh talking about these virus lockdowns. Lockdowns. Ohio is not under a lockdown at the moment. Uh, restaurants have to close at 10 p.m. Now, there uh, goes the frog in my throat again. Uh, restaurants, bars, uh, stores, retail outlets, you know, stores like that, retail stores. Have to close at 10 p.m. Now, uh, they were closing bars at 10, but like but the old lockdown rule in Ohio—we just—I use lockdown as a generic term here. The old rule was you had to last call was 10 p.m. You had half an hour or an hour to linger around and finish your drink. Now they've made it so that, uh, in the bar example, it's 10 p.m. and the doors lock. Uh, Now, I want to say this right now. The alleged 80 million derelicts that voted for Joe Biden, this is what you get. Everything is about the quote-unquote greater good, okay? Why do I say that? A few years ago, a very liberal, uh, idiot, derelict friend of mine, he's one of those guys that he's really smart on uh, computers, and he's... 40 some years old now and his life revolves around video games well anyways meanwhile back at the ranch a few years ago he, d- he done told me oh you know things like utilities meaning internet cable electricity uh, gas to heat your home those should be free and be paid for by the rich the rich can afford it it's for the greater good with these draconian lockdown measures that your liberal state governors are putting in place and and, I mean Ohio is like people in Ohio are upset at Governor DeWine what he's doing is like lightweight compared to Pennsylvania and uh, some Oregon I'll get to this But this, for the greater good. They may not come right out and say it exactly every time that way. With this new Biden administration. administration President-elect. Administration-elect. Folks, if January 20th comes and we have President Biden... Goodbye, America. It was nice knowing you. But let's look at some of these things these states are doing to people. This is insane. Pennsylvania is under a stay-at-home advisory. So they're advising you to stay home, but they've put uh, so many orders and such and whatnot in place that it almost feels like you're under a stay-at-home order. Uh, the night before Thanksgiving, the Wednesday Thanksgiving Eve, is the biggest drinking night of the year. bar <clears throat> in Pennsylvania, uh, Pennsylvania, PA, alcohol sales had to stop at 5 p.m. I mean, you couldn't go into well in Pennsylvania. They only sell alcohol at bars, so you couldn't go into a bar and buy a six-pack to even take home with you. Okay, now in Ohio we have liquor stores. Uh, stores can get a license to sell beer, alcohol, and then if you want uh, a real, you know, if you want to sell the good liquor and wine, you have to have another license and be called a state-controlled uh, liquor store, but anyways, in Pennsylvania, it was 5 p.m. Wednesday evening before Thanksgiving, nada alcohol allowed to be sold, that's nuts, that is and futs, or some people would say fucking nuts, oh man, I think I deleted it, did it, Okay, I did. Um, Shit fire. Let me read you this, though. Pennsylvania also has a rule for this weekend. Um, As you know, Black Friday is a big thing uh, all over America. Now, stores have changed their policies for the pandemic because... Uh, Well, they've been forced to, but, you know, to keep the crowds out, uh, starting in a couple hours here, actually, because I'm recording this at 3am, usually like 6am was like D-Day for uh, retail stores the day after Thanksgiving, and it's called Black Friday, because it was like, oh, and for a long time, that was just like an inside term, and that became a pop culture thing. Uh, I don't know, late 90s, 2000s, and and until now. Uh, But listen to what Pennsylvania's doing. See, Pennsylvania, they don't have sales tax on clothing, for example. Well, clothing's a big Christmas item. Uh, And they don't have sales tax on a few other things, but clothing's the biggest one. So... Listen to this. You can't... Like, I, I'm not supposed to be allowed to travel into Pennsylvania tomorrow. Okay? Anyone visiting PA... This is from ccpa.net slash COVID-19. So this is official Pennsylvania uh, law. Not law, but... Something the governor put in place. Uh Anyone visiting PA from another state must have a negative COVID-19 test 72 hours prior to arriving. If you cannot get a test or choose not to, you must quarantine for 14 days upon arrival in PA. So the people that were going to go to PA to take advantage of the uh, no sales tax on clothing, can't go now can't go visit your relatives real quick on thanksgiving either or for real long
1: can't go period unless you've had a negative covid test in the last
0: 72 hours so that was to cut down on social gatherings for thanksgiving this is also in uh pennsylvania's uh order from the governor there when indoors masks are required even if you are physically distant from members not in your household so even if you're six feet away from somebody at Thanksgiving dinner if they're not of your household like you don't like you go to grandma and grandpa's house and you know you have to either stay six feet away from grandma and grandpa at all times. Because it says indoors. It doesn't say in in public indoors, which would be like a store. It says indoors. So you have to stay six feet away from grandma and grandpa on Thanksgiving. Or, which it makes some sense. I mean, that, those are the people we're trying to protect. Those are the, quote, most vulnerable. But... Let's, well, not necessarily. Some grandma and grandpas are in their thirties and forties, but the old-fashioned grandparents that were in their sixties. Uh, let Let's read read on here. Applies to every indoor facility, including homes. Homes, telling you what to do in your own home. Now that used to apply to, uh, you know, crime. You know you can't murder somebody in your own home, can't rape somebody in your own home, can't abuse beat up somebody in your own home uh you know if i you know I couldn't call my neighbor whose dog barks too much, which I, this is just making up an example I love my neighbor and their dogs, but let's say that the dog's barking too much. I can't call my neighbor into my house, beat him up, and say, hey, it's my house. But now, they've taken it a step further. You 80 million derelicts that allegedly voted for Joe Biden. And they're going to say, this is one more thing you can't do in your home. Because it's for the greater good. What a tangled web we weave. Uh, Homes, retail establishments... Gyms, doctor's offices, public transportation, and anywhere food is rep- prepared, packaged, or served. So these are the things that uh, some Republicans uh, and Kaylee McKinney got called out at a press conference for this. You know, she criticized on her Twitter uh, draconian lockdown measures. And then Mike Pence and uh, the the virus task force came out and said, you know, masks are good. Wear the mask. I have no problem with that. Every cold and flu season, I see people like in Japan wearing masks. Okay. But it doesn't, I don't know that they're forced to by their government and certainly not in their homes, and they're not—they're not told to social distance in their homes. I mean, no matter what, if you're in a home, you're breathing recycled air, so to speak. Now, this year we were told, you know, if you're going to have a, a Thanksgiving dinner, open a window. Makes sense if you're in a, a warm location, you know, and it's good to have airflow. You know, the virus is airborne, uh, and and so on. But the government telling you what to do in your own home, we're going down a a scary, scary path, folks. Scary. Very scary. Where the government now, not only is going to tell you what to do in public, but they're going to tell you what to do in your home. And it's all for this, this thing called, we're protecting you from yourself. Now we need government to protect us from ourselves, but I'm hating it um so when Kaylee Mckinney got called out for uh, her comment about draconian lockdown measures, I looked this up and she mentioned in the state of Oregon, Oregon or Oregon, I don't know say it, whatever you want, 30 days in jail for more than six people in family congregating in your home, so, okay, if, if, we'll go to grandma and grandpa at Thanksgiving dinner again, that was the Americana tradition, the American way, go visit pap and grandma Go visit grandma and grandpa, whatever you call your grandparents. I, In my family, I had one time. We had myself and my mother, my grandma and grandpa who were in their 60s, my Uncle Steve and Aunt Sue, my Uncle Tom and Aunt Lou, and their three boys in the state of Oregon, my grandparents could have gotten 30 days in jail for that this year. It was our own family. It was family. But this year in the state of Oregon, we wouldn't have been allowed to do that. Supreme Court has
1: intervened in some of this nonsense. Uh, some cities, cities, and states and whatnot, like, uh, why a stupid anti on some space? Well,
0: the Washington Post reports that the Supreme Court has, uh, Supreme Court relieves religious organizations from COVID restrictions. The Supreme Court's new conservative majority late Wednesday night sided with religious organizations in New York that said they were illegally treated by pandemic-related restrictions imposed by Governor Cuomo. That's Fredo's brother. Uh, The Gov of New York. New York. I I can't do my accents right now. Uh, So, he's trying to... The Gov of New York is trying to uh, combat spikes in... COVID. The thing is that uh, they've kind of targeted certain religious groups, like they put padlocks on Jewish cemeteries. That's baloney stuffings. The five to four, whoops, the five to four decision was the first to show, first show of solidified conservative strength on the court. Since the confirmation of Justice Amy Barrett, whom President Trump chose to replace liberal Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, following her death in September, the decision differed from the court's previous practice of deferring to local officials on pandemic restrictions. Well, good, because this this isn't about Amy Klobuchar being conservative. This is about constitutional. And the Constitution gu- guarantees us the right to freedom of assembly, and the right from religious persecution. And it says the establishment of no national religion. That's in the Constitution. Uh, the phrase you know, keeping uh, separation of church and state, was a Supreme Court decision. It's not in the Constitution. Constitution says there'll be no establishment of a national religion. Because when this country was founded, you had uh, Puritans, you had a few Catholics, I think. You had a lot of Quakers, and they the Puritans were about you know pure interpretation of the Bible. The Quakers, I don't know what their deal is, so I'm not going to go there. They're making awesome oatmeal, though, which is good in no-bake cookies. Uh, And with a little cinnamon and sugar and some apples and fruit sprinkled in, oatmeal is great for breakfast. Um, But anyways, all I know about Quakers are oatmeal. That's what I'm saying. But they didn't want to say, okay, we're going to be a Puritan nation. We're not going to be a Quaker nation. We're going to be a nation that lets every religion practice what it wants to practice within limitations. You You can't sacrifice virgins to... Uh, L. Ron Hubbard or something. Okay. But well, Scientology is declared a religion, but you still can't sacrifice virgins to L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, Not that the Scientologists do. But anyways, they didn't want a national religion. This decision, uh, Klobuchar was... Four out of five of the justices that, she was one of the five justices, let me rephrase that, that went and said, freedom of religion is protected by the Constitution. This was not a conservative ruling, this was a constitutional ruling, ruling in favor of the Constitution, and hey, that's what the Supreme Court's job is. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette on the state of Pennsylvania. Um, Okay, so that's a different thing. That's for my next segment. So there we have it. Um, You know, we have these draconian lockdown measures, excessive, but it's for the greater good, you guys, as my friend Sham would say. You know, things just have to be done for the greater good. And yes, it's great to recommend wearing a mask. I'm a believer in it. Um, I follow it. But government can't run your life inside your home. Government cannot run your life inside your church synagogue, mosque, temple, um, you know, the Church of the Jedi, whatever, uh, government can't do that. I'm gonna be back in a minute here and we're gonna talk, uh, election recounts and I'm gonna play some video clips. <phone rings> Okay, so we're still counting on votes. Vote counting. Voting, voting, voting. Voting, voting, voting. Keep them bogies voting. Boy, my ass is swollen. Ride. <laughs> so let me explain. Let me start with my experiences here. Started in politicking. 1998. Seen some historical things in elections, folks. I, and I'm, I'm watching history right now. History is written by the victors. And we as conservatives have to be the victors in this, this histor- historic event that is unfolding before our beady little eyes. Back in the year of our Lord, 2016, and again in 2020, I looked at the official websites of the Secretaries of States, and in 2016 it was Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, that team up north. Pennsylvania and Florida, sometimes called FloRider. In twenty twenty, I, I looked at uh, the, the websites in two states. Uh, when I say that, I mean the Secretary of State's official website. I just looked at Michigan and PA because uh, the media wasn't calling it, they weren't calling these uh, elections, even though Trump was like winning big. Like whiskey tango foxtrot, what the F is going on here? So I looked at uh PA first and in the county in which Philadelphia sits, they had reported and this was like man before midnight I I do believe. Maybe a little past, I don't know. But they said one hundred percent of the precincts had reported. In, that count, in the entire county, okay, 100% of precincts reported. In Michigan, in the uh, county in which Detroit sits, it also said 100% had reported. Now, why does this matter? In 2016, when I looked at Georgia, I looked at the city of Atlanta because that was the, the most Democrat city in Georgia and you knew that rural Georgia would go to Trump for the most part. Michigan, we knew that Detroit would go to uh, Hillary Clinton uh, because it was the most uh, Democrat city in Michigan. The rest of the rural area would go to Trump. We saw in Wisconsin, uh, the majority of the votes were in and Trump was up big. Uh, well, it wasn't up big, but he was up enough that statistically it would be almost impossible for Hillary to catch him. In Pennsylvania, we looked at the uh, cities of Pittsburgh and uh, Philadelphia, sorry. And 100% of the votes have been counted or reported. The 100% of the precincts were reporting. Sometimes I say votes were counted, but I mean the precincts had reported then we went to Florida and we looked at like Miami because that was a big Democrat area Uh, but this year even in South Florida the Cubans really brought Trump up in the polls but anyways when we saw that those major cities the Democrat strongholds had uh, 100% reporting or 99% reporting, this year it was 2020, was 100%. Okay, when I saw that, I said, Trump's got this. Now, when they say reported, some states, when they get these mail-in ballots, for the most part, the mail-in ballots should be at the local boards of elections. Okay? So when they say that 100% of the precincts have reported, that means those mail-in ballots are sitting there and they're Recorded and they're ready to be counted. Uh, and on some states like Ohio, they count the mail-in ballots first on election night because they're right at the board of elections. That the board of elections employees don't have to wait for the absentee ballots uh, until you know the regular races or regular ballots from the polls come in. I don't know why they wouldn't do that anyways, but uh, mail-in slash absentee ballot are interchangeable words for me, by the way. So, 74 million votes for Trump. If you would have told me Trump would get 11 million votes more than he did in 2016, anyone with a lick of common sense would say there's no way he's losing. Somehow Joe Biden outdoes Barack Obama, for the most votes in history. A, a senile senior citizen. No charisma at all. Can't be understood half the time, even when he, before he started uh, his cognitive decline. Somehow gets 80 million votes. Now, some of these votes are going to go away, folks. I, I would gander to say a couple million when some of these states do what's going on right now. But on election night, I saw with my own four eyes that 100% of the votes in the county where Philadelphia sits had been reported. Same thing in Michigan. 100% of the votes in The county in which Detroit sits had been reported 100% of the precincts reporting those mail-in ballots that somehow came in the doors after the voting had stopped counting in Arizona and Nevada they (laughs) They should have already been at the Board of Elections. They should have been at the, the local county board of elections and being counted, not shuffled off to some count room in a central location. I mean, my goodness, that they're scan they're scantron ballots that you fill in a little bubble, and they run them through a machine. Let's listen to a little clip here, uh, from Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania State Legislature is holding hearings. On this, and I'm gonna gander to say they may throw out the election in Pennsylvania. Listen to this, give it a minute to rev up here. It's about a minute and a half clip. Eventually, when my player starts playing. Oh, don't you love technology here we go in three two whoa! so at
3: the very the very beginning of the uh, oh. uh, the chart where there's a circle it says on election day uh, what that indicates is there is a spike in uh, loaded votes of uh, uh, three hundred and thirty seven thousand plus or minus of some votes that were added in there in one big batch so that was uh, an anomaly in the reporting. Normally, you would expect to see a smooth curve going up, not any uh, not any big big spikes. Uh, that's kind of what uh, what Greg was talking about the the anomalies of loading and uh, uploading those uh, those votes. So that big spike that uh, occurs there is a prime indicator of fraudulent voting. And that's six hundred and four thousand votes in ninety minutes. Is that right? Correct. This is uh, 300 and, uh, 337 votes, three hundred thirty-seven thousand votes in that, uh, at, in, that
4: at, in that period of time. Yes. And when you look at this entire curve with all these spikes, can you calculate how 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 much of a vote that accounted for for Biden and how much for Trump? Close to six hundred thousand.
3: I think our, our figures were about five hundred and seventy some odd thousand. That uh, all those spikes represented over time for Biden. Correct. And how much for Trump? I think it was a little over
4: 3200
0: <laughs> Okay, so there you heard. So at the very, the very beginning... These anomalies, they're calling them, in the vote in Pennsylvania. They had a ballot dump at uh, about 4 a.m., 300 and some thousand votes. A total of 600,000 votes came in after polling had closed. They went about 597,000 for Biden, 3,200 for Trump. That defies every statistical, even the polling that we all know was inaccurate. It had, you know, Biden plus 12. That's Biden plus 97%. (laughs) Uh, Dang near impossible. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. This is an article I started to read in the last segment, and then I realized I was reading the wrong thing. PA Commonwealth Court. Orders halt to certification process in down ballot races, state appeals decision. So this is in down down ballot races, not uh, presidential. But so let's read here: Pennsylvania has prohibited certifying the rest of the election results in down ballot races and from taking further action regard. To yesterday's certification of the presidential race, pending a hearing on Friday in an appellate court or intervention of the Supreme Court. That's where this election's headed, folks. And we've got a little over two weeks to do it, the Supreme Court. Commonwealth of Pennsylvania in order in an order signed by Judge Patricia McLaughlin McCaughlin McAuliffe. McAuliffe, sorry, Patricia McAuliffe issued an injunction Wednesday that stops the state from continuing certification and intends to hear the evidence in a case filed by U.S. Rep. Mike Kelly and GOP congressional candidate Sean Parnell about constitutionality of mail-in ballots, Secretary of State Catherine Bukovar, Governor Tom Wolf, and the state named as defendants in the suit appealed the Commonwealth Order Court order to the state Supreme Court. It stands now the hearing of Commonwealth Supreme Court or court is scheduled for 11:30 a.m. Friday. The state certified results of the race for president Tuesday, giving Biden its 20 electoral votes and its his his running mate, California Senator uh, Kamala Harris. The court order said the state is prohibited from acting to the extent that there remains any further action to perfect the certification of the results of the races for president and vice president. Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro wrote on Twitter that the order does not impact yesterday's appointment of electors. Now, the state legislature appoints the electors. So they were having hearings on this. Uh, In their suit, Mr. Kelly and Mr. Parnell are arguing that state lawmakers violated Pennsylvania's constitutional constitution by adopting Act 77 last year, which expanded the mail-in balloting option to all qualified voters to vote by mail without an excuse. They alleged that absentee voting, which required an excuse from a set of following reasons was rebranded, no excuse mail-in voting, absentee, any constitutional authority. Uh, The Republican-controlled state legislator responded in legal filings that the case should be dismissed because Act 77 didn't alter the requirements of who constitutes a qualified voter and the legislator constitutionally authorized to prescribe the method by which those electors may cast their votes. Okay. So... Not exactly a win for the Trump team, but it goes to kind of show you where uh, things are going with this. Um, Here's a video on, or a soundbite on... uh, sorry the statistical anomalies as they're being called a data group this is called data group exposes widespread mail-in voting fraud ballot fraud this is one american news
2: a group of data analysts are speaking out about irregularities recorded with mail-in voting one America's chanel rion has more Voter fraud has been dismissed by the left as a mythical fantasy, an impossibility that, even if it occurred, takes place by such minuscule margins that it doesn't matter in a general election. Peter Holler, a Pennsylvania attorney and lobbyist, tells One American News he's building bridges between former Trump campaign data analyst, Matt Brainerd, and statistical analysts. What they found was stunning in scale.
5: Uh, we've actually found striking uh, anomalies in the mail uh, ballot data, as you can imagine, and uh, particularly in the swing states. One of the most interesting things I, I, I could say is that, is that the president foresaw this with, with great clarity when he warned people. He said, if you're going to mail in a ballot, uh, you should check your vote. The reality is he was warning people that your mail ballot might not get there. Um, we now have data Statistically significant samples uh, across the swing states, all of them except Nevada, and uh, in every one of those states, we've got an extraordinary number of people who, literally, their mail ballot got lost. And you may wonder, we didn't certainly didn't poll or, or sample, you know, the entire population of, of mail ballots that have not been returned. But when you get a, a significant uh, enough sample, you know, fifteen hundred people or so and then you ask them, you know, did you mail your ballot back? And and 500 of those people say uh, they did. uh, But but they're still showing as not having returned it. Well, if one third of the pool has mailed back the ballot, and and it's showing it's not returned. When you then analyze the size of the pool, you say, well, hey, there's 150,000, uh, unreturned ballots. And you're saying a third of them didn't didn't actually get mailed back? Well, that that is actually uh, evidence of widespread fraud in that state.
2: The statistical analysis under the direction of Matt Brainerd is being backed up by phone call verification, according to Holler, across Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, and Michigan.
5: And so here I'm acting as a bridge. I'm finding the experts. I'm I'm spotting in Matt's data opportunities to analyze deeper. I mean, frankly, the anomalies are so striking, or the the idea that that one-third of of, of uh, unreturned ballots are actually people who return their ballots, they just never got counted. Those numbers are so big that I immediately said these are going to be statistically significant. Let me go find a professor who can actually complete this.
2: Holler has recruited statisticians and mathematicians to further break down the likelihoods of these numbers happening so consistently across the swing states. The preliminary conclusions they have submitted thus far conclusively point to widespread irregularities, enough to alter the fate of an entire election. More concerning, says Holler, is the widespread instances of mail-in ballots being sent to voters who never ordered them in the first place. These voters show up to their polling stations and were turned away because they were told they had already voted. Holler says the data being compiled now combined with affidavits prove that widespread voter irregularities is not a myth. It is real and can be backed up by statistical evidence in a court of law. The question is... Will any lawmakers or judges have the spine to listen? Chanel Vian, One American News, the White House.
1: Well, Chanel, thank you for being...
0: A
2: group of data analysts...
1: Pardon me. You
0: yeah, know, these, ga- these girls on... Say what you want about Fox News. I kind of gave up on Fox News years ago before anyone else did. And I gave up on it because too many Republicans were going, Well, the Fox News said... But Fox News said, well, Fox News isn't the where-all be-all. But man, these conservative women are gorgeous. Did you know, I think it was 18 Republican conservative women that elected to Congress this year? Uh, This was like the year of the Republican woman. But uh, these women on uh, OAN, One American News, man, they're pretty beautiful. Uh, you know, compared to the haggard old bags you have in the Democrat Party. Except AOC. She's gorgeous.
1: Yep. I'm a conservative. I'm a good guy. But I'm still a male chauvinist. And dang proud of it.
0: You know, is it male chauvinist to treat a woman right? Tell her she's beautiful. Tell her she's a good person. IDK. So, you see now, there are, there's statistical proof of voting irregularities, anomalies, irregularities. Uh, they're trying to move away from the word fraud. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, this uh, Dominion software company has had a history of these problems. you can YouTube search where somebody can weigh in advance program an algorithm to manipulate the voting. And this, it was an older man. He sat in the room and he told these people, I'm going to change the outcome of your votes. I'm going to make sure your candidate loses. And I'm never going to touch that voting card once. So, you know, a different person opens the voting data card, puts it in the machine. People in the room fill out their ballots. And, you know, they're, they're all told, you know, vote for this candidate. And somehow the candidate that the least number of people voted for got the most votes. And he said, you know, from far and away, far in advance, I rigged the voting. This Dominion, you can look them up. They're starting to lawyer up. That's not good. They're probably getting ready to sue Donald Trump, is what I think. Now, a lot of conservatives cheered when they said, oh, Dominion's getting lawyers. They know they're in trouble. They know they're caught cheating. I wouldn't say that. They may be getting ready to sue the United States and or the president. Um, but the votes are co- counted technically by a software called Smartmatic, or a company called Smartmatic that makes the software. And it's a German company. Dominion is Canadian. Smartmatic was owned by Venezuelans. Uh, Hugo Chavez was uh, in the mix. And the Smartmatic and it's still partly owned by uh, Venezuelans. But now it's uh, owned by a German company. It was specifically made the Smartmatic to fix elections. <clears throat> there goes a the frog in my throat again. Fix elections in Venezuela and Argentina. Socialist, communist... Dictatorship countries now. Countries that have gone from. Venezuela was a rich country. Oil rich. Down the tubes because of socialism. Violence in the streets. Anarchy. Government price control. No food on the shelves. Why? Because of government price control. But. Uh, so we have. The statistics, the numbers, don't lie. The stars might lie, but the numbers never do. To count, to quote the Patty Loveless song. This, it, 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 there's something going on here, and I, I'm hesitant to do these type of videos because it's kind of like white noise. Everybody's talking about it, except the mainstream media. So, any outreach I can do to get this information out there to you. Uh, like the two legislators in Pennsylvania, or two candidates in Pennsylvania that are saying, you know, this all-out mail-in voting was a disgrace and it was uh, problem- going to be problematic. Yeah, it has been. It has been. Uh, it was predicted to be that way. Everyone scoffed and laughed at Trump. Oh, you're being a sore loser. Look, man, I just played your video We had ballot dumps that have never happened before in American election history. They're saying it's, well, because there was a record number of mail-in ballots. No, those mail-in ballots, if they were supposedly being counted on election night or the morning after the election... Those came into the the local boards of elections before the election was over, right? Mail-in ballots generally generally arrive before election day, with a few exceptions. This time around, they're saying, oh, they showed up after all the voting was almost already counted. And I saw it with my own eyes. 100% One hundred percent of the precincts had reported on election night, and then things started changing when Biden was getting his ass kicked. Here's the president talking to the state legislatures at their hearing or state legislators at their legislative hearing in Pennsylvania. Uh, somebody got him on speakerphone and held the one of the one of his attorneys who was sitting next to Rudy, uh, held her cell phone up to the microphone so Trump could talk to the room.
1: Here goes. Thank you
4: very much. I've been watching the hearing on OEN and on a couple of other great networks, but uh, I really appreciate uh, being asked to speak. And I'm in the Oval Office right now and it's very interesting to see what's going on. And this was an election that we won easily. We won it by a lot. Uh, a big energy uh, official was on this morning uh, on a uh, important show and said, "There's no way Trump didn't win Pennsylvania because the energy industry was all for him." Uh, I saw, you know, with with my eyes what happened. And he told me horror stories absolute horror stories so this was a uh, very sad to say it this election was rigged and we can't let that happen we can't let it happen for our country and this election has to be turned around because uh, we won pennsylvania by a lot and we won all of these swing states by a lot anybody watching television the night of the election was saying wow i was called by the biggest political people congratulations sir on a big win and all of a sudden ballots were dumped all over the place and a lot of horrible things happened. And everybody in that room, I want to thank all of the people that signed affidavits and all of the speakers, you fantastic people, you great patriots. I want to thank the senators for being there. And uh, it's so important day before Thanksgiving, it really represents somebody between the voter suppression and all of the horrible things that happened to poll watchers Uh, We have poll watcher affidavits uh, piled up to the ceiling. They're all over. They were treated horribly all over this, uh, all all of these swing states. I mean, virtually all of the swing states. And many other things were happening that were horrible, just horrible. But the poll watchers weren't allowed to watch. Uh, They were, in many cases, whisked out of the room, not only into pens that were 20, 30, 40, 60, 100 feet away, where you couldn't even see, they were using binoculars. People are reporting that they had to use binoculars and
0: that didn't work. Uh, If you were... So, that was Donald Trump. That's about a 10-minute video. There'll be a lot of links in the description to these various articles and videos that I've been reading. Um, There's going to be a link to uh, Rudy Giuliani's uh, podcast. Um... The Legal Strategy and Multiple Paths to Victory. It's about 30 minutes long, but a good watch. Um, I had to put this out there because, you know, this election's being stolen. We can't let this happen in America. Um, I, I just, I have too much experience. I've, I've seen too many elections. I've been in, you know, boards of elections. I've been at at polling places. I've been a poll worker um and I know the right way to do things. Uh I've talked before at one time in uh the city of Akron where I was working at a polling location. We had 115 people come in with these crazy stories about how they they just moved in to this this polling location and they wanted to vote. They lived there. They don't know where or they don't know where their polling location is but they want to vote somewhere and all 115 were given a provisional ballot uh, by myself and the other poll workers two honest elderly democrat women give them credit where credit's due good cooks also that's one thing about working in these polling locations on election day you get some of these uh, older older women that can cook like woo woo doggies uh, and, uh, you eat well all day, uh, when you're not, uh, helping people vote. But, uh, we turned away, we didn't turn them away. We made 115 people vote provisional when the board of elections, uh, looked into their voting and where they were supposed to vote, or if they were registered to vote at all and blah, 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 all 115 got turned down. 420 precincts in the city of Akron alone. Mine was not the only one that these 115 people went to. I'm pretty sure. So you do that times 115 times 420. (laughs) 420, all the stoners are saying. 420. what, What is that? Let's do some fuzzy math here on my Al Gore calculator. And poor Alex Trebek died. They got—I should be the new host for Jeopardy, I think. Um, they got somebody around about there. Let me make sure I did this right. Four two zero times one hundred fifteen. That—that's a possible forty-eight thousand votes in one city. Now, those one hundred fifteen people, mathematically, you know space-time continuum speaking couldn't have made it to all 420 precincts in one day but there were many many people out there doing this probably that would have been 48,000 votes if they would have gotten to all 420 precincts in Akron so you see where this I mean that was doing it by legwork because they were on the old punch card ballot system, where you had to, you know, you had a a little a little pen, not a pen like this, but just something with a sharp little tip on it, and you had to go up to the the ballot and poke a hole in it next to the name of the candidate you wanted to vote for. So that was a lot harder. Now they have a paper ballot. Some places, some places, it's just a touch screen. Uh, like iPad but they can fill these little circles in on those ballots quick man and that's what hap- there's that's what they're alleging happened in Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh all of these states have to be audited audited where these anomalies or irregularities occurred. Signatures need to be matched. Identification needs to be matched. And it can be done. It gets done all the time in elections in America. It's nothing unusual. It's called canvassing. And the canvassing board in the county of Michigan, Wayne County, the two Republicans refused to uh, certify the election because there were even more irregularities than any time in the past. 72% of the precincts were very out of sync. Some of them had more than 100% voter participation. You can't have more than 100% of anything. This is 100% of my lighter. I can't have more than 100% of my lighter. Then it becomes 200%. It becomes two lighters. Impossible, right? I'm not David Copperfield. Votes are not David Copperfield. Voters are not uh, David Blaine or Siegfried and Roy. They're not magicians. They can't magically become two voters in one. Well, folks, there it is. All Republicans report to Georgia. We have to win these two Senate seats down there. Keep the Senate. Uh, So we have some blockade until we take back the House of Representatives in the midterm elections. As always, pray for each other. Thank you all. God bless you. Have a great night.